All right, let's go. Today's Gemara is Daf Samach, page 60. We are up to Hanicha L'Rabbanon Amri on the third line of Daf Samach Amar Aleph. Okay, Hanicha. Let's just remind ourselves what the discussion is about. And here we go. Yesterday we learned, towards the bottom of Nun Tesamud Beis, that the opinion of Rabbi Yochanan is when the blood would go down the canal to the valley, the reason why people are not over on Me'ila, biblically, says Rabbi Yochanan, is because once a mitzvah has been completed, there's no such thing as biblical Me'ila. Once that thing had been used for its avoda and the avoda is completed, it's unprecedented. You don't find any sort of me'ila with that item. And therefore, the blood, we're done with it, no me'ila. So the Gemara says, one second. Shuma Sadeshan, the Avaida is done, and still you're not allowed to benefit from the ashes. That's number one. Once the Shuma Sadeshan is completed. And number two, we said, what about the big day kahuna? The garments of the Kayin Gadol, once he finishes using them, the, the four linen garments, of the, the four white linen garments of Kayin Gadol, once he finishes using Army Kippur, also, uh, you're, not, you're not allowed to be miles. So how, so how can you say, Rabbi Yechanan, that it's unprecedented to have Me'ila once the Avayid is done? So the Gemara answered, You're right, but you have two cases. When the Torah gives me two examples, two or more examples of something, that means it's exclusive. It's limited to these two places. And therefore, what Rabbi Yechanan means is, by the Truma Sadashan, it's Me'ila, even though the Avaita is done. By the Big Day Kahuna, it's Me'ila, even though the Avaita is done. But blood, there's no Me'ila, because the Avaita is done. I, what about those two places? It's unique to those two places. What the rule, as we explained, Shneiks Uva Bom Ke'echad Eim Alam. When you have two places, you can't learn it out to anywhere else. That's where our Gemara picks up. Here we go. Says the Gemara, first question, not everybody agrees that the big day kahuna was asr bahana once the avod is done. Says the Gemara, if you follow the Rabbanan, okay. So they say, you have to bury it, nobody could use it, and it's going to be me'ila, so you have shnei bam ke'achad. You have two halachas, right? The chumas dashan and the big day kahuna. Another king was allowed to use it. It wasn't us or in Hana. Michael, what are you going to say? Now I only have one source of a place by Truma Sadashan when the Avaid is done and it is Me'ila. So why don't we extend that and learn out everywhere else? Says the Gemara. No, because according to Rebdaisa, there's another place. We also have Egla Rufa. What's the luck of Egla Rufa? Somebody dies outside the city. We bring out the Bezdin. They measure which town it's closest to. The, the Bezdin of that town goes outside and they break the back of the neck of the animal and the animal needs to be buried in that spot. Part of that chiyuv, part of that obligation is why doesn't he be buried in that spot? So that nobody will ever come to benefit from that Egla Rufa. I, the avodah is done. The avodah is done. It's not going to be me'ila if I benefit. So you see from here, another example. The avod is done, and it still would be an iser of me'ila. Okay, fine. Says the Gemara. We're going to have to wiggle out of this a different way. 
So honey, Chalaman Domer Yimalavdi, Chalaman Domer Melamdi Michael Amemar. Says Gemara, fine. We know for sure there's at least two places of where you finish the avoda and it's still considered a meila. Either the two places are the Truma Sadeshen and the Big Dekahuna, or the two places are the Truma Sadeshen and the Egla Rufa. Fine. But now let's ask on this rule that the premise that we started out today with, and that is whenever you have two places, it's exclusive, you can't learn out anywhere else. Is that true? No. Not everybody agrees with that as a rule. There are some people who hold, there, are, there is an opinion that even when something is listed in two places, I should be able to extend it elsewhere. According to those opinions, that melamdin, you can learn out, you may learn out a halacha, even when it's listed in two places, Michael and Yemar. What are you going to say? Says the Gemara, I'll tell you. Okay, this is a kash on right? What are you going to say? Why, is it, why isn't it uh, a biblical me'ila on the blood? Answers the Gemara, Trey Miute Ksivi. By the Eglarufa and by the Truma Sadeshan, each one has unique word. It says by the Truma Sadeshan Visamai, you place it next to the Mizbeach. Now, what, what gets placed next to Mizbeach? It. Only the Truma Sadeshan and the Truma Sadeshan alone is forbidden to benefit, but anything else would be permitted to benefit. And also by the Eglarufa, it says Ha'arufa. Specific to this Eglarufa is going to be a problem of Me'ila. But everywhere else where I don't have these words is, is uh, going to be allowed. Hence, let's go back to our whole point of the sugya. What were we discussing? Rabbi Echanan's opinion. Rabbi Echanan's opinion was that the source of the blood going down the valley, not being, usher in, uh, not being a, a Me'ila transgression, Midairaisa, is... Um, is uh, because of the svara that once the avayda is done, you will no longer have any sort of biblical meila. Okay, period. End of that discussion. Fine. Says the Gemara. Just to wrap up before the Mishnah, totally new question. Asking on the pasuk. Okay, asking on the psukim in the Torah. Now, what does it say? What does it? Uh, what, what does the Pasuk say? So, the Pasuk says, Vahani tlosi kroi bedam lamli. Why do I need three, uh, three exclusive words in the Pasuk? Rashi says, Tlosa kroi ksivi, first thin line in Rashi. The Pasuk of lachem lechaper and who? There's one Pasuk which says, lachem lechaper and who? Now, where, where did we come across this Pasuk? So we quoted this Pasuk, actually, on uh, yesterday, on Amud Beis. We, we quoted a Pasuk which says, ki, ki, uh, ki nefesh bedamhi. This is a Pasuk in Bayikra, Yud Zayin, Perikid Zayin, Pasuk in Aleph. Ki nefesh habosar bedamhi, va'anina sativ lochem, ala mezbeach lechaper al nafshay seichem, ki damhu fanefesh yechaper. So Rashi is pointing out which three words in that Pasuk are, uh, are exclusive. So you have lachem um, and lachaper and who. Why do I need these three words all in the same pasuk to discussing the blood? Letting me know that there's no, there's no biblical me'ila. The Gemara says, No, I'll tell you why I need these three exclusive words. One is coming to teach us that there's no hilchas naisar when it comes to blood. 
Okay? This is interesting. What happens if somebody um, were to um, eat nosar, and in that nosar was dam? You had blood, so you, you kind of did two averes. Right? You ate nosar, which was not allowed, and that nosar had dam. Okay? So um, the halacha is that you're chayav on the blood for eating blood. You're not chayav on the blood for eating nosar. You, you're chayav and nicer because of the meat. But I would say the blood was also left overnight. Maybe I should be chayav because of the blood was also nicer. No. It's a chayav to eat the blood. Out blood. But there's no nosar for, left o- for overnight blood. Okay. V'chag lemute mimeila. Um, another one to exclude it from the halachas of me'ila. That if you have benefit from the blood, there's no iser me'ila. Midaraisa, like we explained, there's three pshatim of yesterday. V'chardamudim et toma. I want to exclude it from halachas of tum. Okay? So uh, the, if the blood became tummy and you eat it, it's not considered kachim betoma. Lost the place, I'm sorry. Avomi pigol but as far as saying that blood cannot become pigle if you have a, you know, the wrong mindset, you don't need a posik. The time we learned in the Mishnah, Koshiyeshle Matirim, anything that has Matirim, okay, anything which ultimately is going to be allowed through once the end of the Avaida is done, Bain La Adam, Bain whether it's something that's meant to be eaten by the, the one who brought it, or whether it's something that's meant to be eaten on t- from, by the Mizbeach, meaning burnt on fire. Dam itself has no uh, has no iser pigle because it itself is a matir. It's like the finishing touch for the meat when you go ahead and sprinkle it. Because no avayda is allowed to be eaten either al gabi hamizbeach can't be consumed by the mizbeach and can't be consumed by the one who brought it or the kayan until the blood is is sprinkled. Okay, period. That answers that shaila of why we need those three words of lachem, lachaper, and who in that pasuk in Vayikra, Parakibzai. Period. Done. We're end with that. We're, we're, we're finished with that discussion. And now, interestingly, until now, the Mishnayas in our parak have kind of been moving from one part of the Avaida to another, right? First he went from here, to, so he, he, he took the, how he took the the coals and the Ketairas and which direction he walked and the Gaisha Kedoshim and then into the Kaidash and how he sprinkled. And, uh, this next Mishnah is going to focus more on what happens when things go wrong. What happens when things don't always go as planned? For example, the Kain Gadol gets the process out of order. What if he doesn't follow the proper order of the Avaidah? Okay. Another issue that we're going to bring up in the Mishnah is what you know. We learned he sprinkles the bull blood, one up, seven down. Go by one. What happens if he spills the cups on the floor in the middle, and he doesn't have enough blood to keep sprinkling? Does it matter if he already sprinkled completely in the kodesh hakadoshim? Is he in the middle of sprinkling the kodesh hakadoshim? Is he sprinkling in the kodesh? What do you do? What do you do if there's the, the blood just falls onto the floor, and there's no more blood to complete the avodah? All right, so here we go. Says the Mishnah, very interesting Mishnah. The entire Avodah of Yom Kippur must be done in the proper order. Now this seems to be a blanket statement. 
any Avadim Kippur must be where there, there's an order brought down for it. If you do it out of order, done skis. Done. Doesn't work. Okay. Pretty blanket statement. Now the Gemara, the Mishra is going to give some examples. For example, what happens if he sprinkles the goat blood before the bull blood? So what do you do? You got to go ahead, sprinkle the bull blood, and then sprinkle the goat blood again. This way the bull came before the goat. Okay. Now, what happens if the blood all spills out? Okay, so we're done with the sprinklings inside the Kodesh HaKadoshim, Bifnim. What happens if before he completes the sprinkling of the Kodesh HaKadoshim, Nishpach Adam, the blood spills out. Ayve slips out of his hand. What do you do? Yavi damacher. You hear what you got to do? You have to go shecht another animal and bring the new blood. Got to go get more blood. Now, he's in the middle of the avoda, and it falls. It, it, it spilled. So he's going and getting new blood now. He's going to sprinkle. Let's say he was in the middle of shechting the bull. He's going to go get another bull, shecht it, and now he's got more blood. Does he have to restart? Does he pick up from where he's up to? Right? What do you do? Guys in Milosh Manasseh, you forget where you're up to. Right? What's going on? Says the Mishnah, If you're inside the Kodesh HaKadoshim and you spill your blood, you got to go back to the beginning. You have to restart, do the entire Avaidah with the blood of one animal. The previous sprinklings don't count. And the same thing is true if the blood would have spilled out once he completed the Kodesh HaKadoshim and then it spills out when he's sprinkling in the Hechel. So then the Abodah, the Kodesh HaKadoshim, is completed. That's fine. What you got to do is go shecht a new animal and restart the sprinkling in the Hechel. Okay? And then once he sprinkled in the, in the Hechel, what did he do? Remember, he took the blood and he dabbed it onto each corner, right? Upwards, downwards, right? Top to bottom, bottom to top. What happens if it spills while he's doing that? Same Allah would apply. The sprinkling inside the Kedesh HaKadoshim is one kapar. The sprinkling of the Hechel is not kapar. And the placement of the blood on the Mizbeach HaPnimi is a third they say no. They say no. If you're in the middle of the Kaidah Shakadoshim and I sprinkled one up and four down and then it slips out of the Kaidah Gadol's hand. You have to go back, shach the new animal, and guess what you do? Three more sprinkles. Finish that up and then you, you keep going. You don't have to restart the, uh, you don't have to restart the Avod. Okay. All right. Obviously, the Gemara will get into the source of the Machlekes. Tan Rabban and the Rabbis learned, and so should we. Komai is Yemi Gabor, Mamar Allah, say there, it says the beginning of the Mishnah. Every time there's a set order, Imhiktim Maisla Chaver, if you go out of order, Layasa Klemi did nothing. Amosai. I'm sorry. Amra Behuda. Behuda says, Amosai, when is this? It seems like a blanket statement. But says Behuda, when is this true? 
only concerning Avaidas that the Kayan Gadol is doing while wearing his four linen garments inside the Kaidash Hakadoshim. That's when you can't go out of order. Avol, but But the applications that the Kayan Gadol is wearing while wearing is doing while wearing the big day lovan outside the Kaidash Hakadoshim and Hikdamais Lachaveray Masha Osa Osoi. It's not ma'akid. You did it wrong. You didn't do it properly. But it's fine. According to Reb Yehuda, when can you not go out of order? Lehalacha? Inside the Kedosh HaKadoshim. Outside the Kedosh HaKadoshim, you're supposed to go in order, but if you didn't, okay. What you did, you did. Reb Nechemia Aymer. Reb Nechemia says, nothing doing. Reb Nechemia says, it's not true. He says, I'll tell you what the Mishnah says Every time you go out of order, it's not valid. He says, I'll tell you when that applies. When do we say this halacha? Anytime you're wearing white garments, if you go out of order, it's messed up. Inside the Hashem, inside the Hechel, it doesn't matter. If you're wearing, the Kangal is wearing the white garments, it must be in order. If he goes out of order, you got to do it again. However, but anything that's done while the Kain Gadol is wearing the Shmaina Begudim, his, the, the, the garments that have gold, then we say, Masha Asoy Asu. Okay? Then we say, what he did, he did. Seder. So, we have a Machoikas right now between Reb Yehuda and Reb Nechemya. We're about to get into the source of their Machoikas. Reb Yechanan is going to explain. But uh, again, Reb Yechanan says, it depends if you're inside the Kedosh HaKadoshim or outside the Kedosh HaKadoshim. And Rebbe Chemia says, no, it depends on which garments he's wearing. If he's wearing white garments, it needs to be in order. If he's wearing golden garments, it's not. Amr Rebbe Chemia says, let me explain their machlokas. Ushneyam mikra echad darshu. Both Rebbe Yehuda and Rebbe Chemia are darshaning the same pasuk and just understanding the pasuk differently. How so? Here we go. Shtetan pasuk. Vahaisa zais lachem lechuk asaylam lechaper abne yisrael mikolcha toisam achas bashana. Okay, if you look in the Torah, Rashalim, he fills us in the rest of the pasuk. This is the halacha for you. Okay, what is the what is the halacha to atone for bnei yisrael from all their averos achas bashana once a year? Okay, now what does it mean to atone once a year on Yom Kippur? Okay, so. According to him, he said, listen, this chukah, where we're saying is done, is done once a year, is going to be the source of the, that's the backstory of our machlokas. How is it the backstory? So here we go. Turn to Ahmed Beis. Rabbi Huda, Sabah, Rabbi Huda understands this pasuk to mean, any place, meaning, where the avodah was done once a year, then God only did the Avaidah once here, the Kedosh Then it's Ma'akiv. If it's not in the Kedosh HaKadoshim, it's not Ma'akiv. That was Rabbi Yudah, right? Inside the Kedosh HaKadoshim, it's Ma'akiv, because you need the Kapara for the once a year. Outside is not. And Nechemia says, no. And Nechemia says, no. It's not where you are, it's the clothing you're wearing. And the Kain Gadol only wore the white linen garments once a year when doing the Avaidah. So any malacha that he did when getting the atonement once a year, whatever he was wearing, if he's wearing that, it's, it's uh, ma'akev to go out of order. 
But if he's wearing the golden garments, then it's not ma'akif. Okay? They're both understanding the same posuk. Rebuta says we're referring to the place of once a year, and Reb Nechemia says we're referring to the clothing of once a year. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, no, no, no. The conclusion is not the same. Because according to Rabbi Yehuda, any avoda inside the Kodesh HaKadoshim, if you go out of order, is Ma'akev. Any avoda outside the Kodesh HaKadoshim is not Ma'akev. According to Rabbi Nechemia, if anything that's done inside the Kodesh HaKadoshim is Ma'akev, and anything that's done outside the Kodesh HaKadoshim, if he's wearing his white garments, is also Ma'akev. That's going to be the Nafkamina. According to Rabbi Nechemia, any part of the Avaita, for example... No, because he would switch out for the daily Avaitis. We learned that earlier. There, there, was, there was some parts of the Avaita that the Kangada would change out. You know, for example, the, the daily carbon atomid was done, right, wearing the standard clothing. Okay? But, but you're right. All these sprinklings that we've been referring to, even the sprinklings in the Heichel, were done with the white garments. So, according to Reb Nechemia, if you do the, the Heichel sprinklings out of order, you got to do it again. According to Rabbi Yehuda, if you do the, the, the Heichal sprinklings out of order, you don't need to do it again. Okay. okay. Right. Says the Gemara, Atu Rabbi Yehuda, Makum Ksiv. According to Rabbi Yehuda, why is he so bent on it being that the place that you go into once a year? Where does he get that from? So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yehuda's source can't be because there's really no hint to the Makum. So rather, Rabbi Yehuda's source is, it says the word Zeis, okay, that uh, this is going to be the, the chayk to get a kapara once a year. Uksib achas, once a year. Chad lemute big day lovam mibachotz. Chad lemute big day zav. If you're wearing your big day lovam mibachotz, it's not ma'akev. If you're wearing your big day zav, it's also not ma'akev. So Rabbi Yehuda is not learning it out from the same pasuk as Rabbi Nechemia. Same halacha, but he's learning it out from, from a different drush. Okay? One is coming to, to exclude just the big day zav. That if you're wearing big day zav, it's the out of order is not ma'akev. If you're wearing the big day lavan, it is ma'akev. Aye, so what's the second exclusion? That's lamute shirayim deloy ma'akve. To exclude the shirayim, the, uh, the leftover blood that we also say is not ma'akev. That what happens if the kain gadol does not do that avayda properly, okay? Let's say he, um, he uh, poured it out, you know, at the wrong time or whatever it was. It's also not ma'akev. Okay, it's so now in classic Gemara style. The Gemara's going to go back and forth. Rabbi Yehuda, ima'akve, ima'akve. Rabbi Yehuda's going to say, listen, if the other parts of the avayda are ma'akev, so then... Um, even the pouring out of the blood is ma'akev, because it's a chilek of that avayda. And if anything outside the Kodesh HaKadoshim is not ma'akev, why should the pouring be ma'akev? Why do I need to exclude it? Kedetanya. We learned in a b'risa, v'kila mechapar es ha'kodesh, when the kaingadok is finished with the kapara done in the kodesh, which means, in kipar kila, if the kaingadol did got the kapara, he's done. He did all the sprinklings of the blood, as soon as the blood is sprinkled, he's done. But until the, the, the blood is put out, not poured out, but put out, right, sprinkled or placed, he's not done. There's the pin of Rabbi Kiva. Amalei Rabbi says, Why don't we say it as follows? If the Kangadol is done with the sprinkling and the placing of the blood, so then keep her. 
there's a kapara. The imlaikila, laikiper, and if he never put out the blood, so there's no kapara yet. Shemchitzar achas menamatonis, which teaches us that if let's say the kain gadol didn't sprinkle properly or didn't place the blood on the smaller mizbeach properly, laiasav laiklum, we'll say that there's no complete kapara. In order to get a kapara, every step of the way had to have been completed. And we said, what's an afkamina between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yehuda? Rabbi Akiva said, Im kiper kila v'im kiper kila. And Rabbi Yehuda says, Im kila kiper v'im kila kiper. Okay, what's the difference in how they're presenting it? So Rabbi Shua, um, Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Shua ben Levi, so there's a machlekes between Rabbi Yechon and Shua ben Levi, how to understand the machlekes. Machlekes, how to understand the machlekes. Chad Omar, one says, that really, they're, they're agreeing in halacha, they're just arguing over the source of the halacha, where the drasha comes from. Chad Omar, the other one says, yeah, they are taka arguing about, you know, if the, when the remaining blood gets poured down, on the side of the Mizbeach, which ultimately goes down into the canal, is it Ma'akev? Reb Yudah says, uh, says yes, and Reb Akiva says no. Umi Amar Reb Yechanan Hachi, did Reb Yechanan say, is it possible, um, yeah, is it possible for Reb Yechanan to say that pouring the blood out is not Ma'akev? Amar Reb Yechanan, Tanah Reb Nechemia, B'divri Oymer, Shiraya Ma'akveh, he's the one who taught the halacha of Reb Nechemia that pouring it out is Ma'akveh, so how could he tell me he holds it's not? He was Kasha, period. Okay, Kasha, done. He got a question. But he's not blown out of the water. But, uh, you know, when he comes back, we'll ask him. We'll ask him exactly what he was thinking. But apparently, uh, it's not a strong enough of a question for this to be a tiyufta on Reb Yechina. Okay. Period. End of that discussion. All right. Here we go. Beautiful. Nusugya. And this is going to take us until the two dots on Samach Aleph Amar Aleph, right? New discussion. Amar Rabbi Chanina. Rabbi Chanina says, Ketires Shechafana, if the Ketires was picked up, Kodem Shechitosai Shel Par, before he even Shechts the bull. Okay? Now remember, we learned that the Kayan would shech the bull, catch the blood, hand it to another Kayan to stand there and stir it while he went and did the Katiris. Right? And then he came back. Did the Katiris, came back, eh? and he had the Kayan stir. Says Rebbe Khanina, what happens if the Kayan Gadol did the Katiris before even shechting the par? You know what the Allah is? Nothing happened yet. What do you mean nothing happened? You can count the par, but you have to count that as step number one. So now I got to go do the kataris. on the kataris because it's out of order. Okay, that was Rabbi Chanina. Says the Gemara Kiman, who is Rabbi Chanina following? The like Rabbi Yehuda. He's certainly not following Rabbi Yehuda. You know why? He Rabbi Yehuda. Ha'amar kiksi b'chuka. According to Yehuda, he says when the word chukah is written in the Torah, but the Varam and Big Day Love Me, it's only ma'akev when you go out of order, when you're wearing your Big Day Love inside the Kedesh HaKadoshim. And the, uh, this was not done inside the Kedesh HaKadoshim. The shechit is not done inside the Kedesh HaKadoshim, it's done outside the Kedesh HaKadoshim. So that could be out of order. 
it should be kosher. Maybe you did it out of order, but according to Rabbi Huda, it should be kosher because it's not in the Kaidish HaKadosh. Says the Gemara, no. I feel the same Rabbi Huda, Tzarech Pnim, Kipnim, Dami. I'll tell you why. Shkayach. Very nice that the Shechita of the, of the par was done outside the Kaidish HaKadosh. But why am I shechting the par for the blood? So I could take the blood and I could sprinkle it on top of the middle. That was done inside the Kedush HaKadosh. Since the whole Shechita was done for the purpose of something that needs to be done inside the Kedush HaKadosh, Rabbi Yehuda will agree that that is Ma'akid. What we just did is extended Rabbi Yehuda's halacha. You hear? What we just said was like this. Until now, we understood Rabbi Yehuda to say, if you go out of order inside the Kedush HaKadosh, it's Ma'akid. Outside the Kedush HaKadosh, it's not Ma'akid. Now what we're saying is, Rabbi Yehuda will agree in Avaida outside the Kedush HaKadosh can be Ma'akid as long as that Avaida was needed for the purpose of the Avoda inside the Kedush HaKadosh. Since the Shechita is for the sprinkling inside the Kedush HaKadosh, that also needs to be in order. Okay. Says the Gemara, not sure. Let me show you something, says the Gemara. Tanan, we learned in a mission. Our Mishnah says, if the blood completely spilled out before he finished the sprinkling. Bifnim, of the Kedush HaKadosh. Yavi Damacher, you go shecht another animal, listen to this. So gishmak, shecht another, what do you do? do you, you're, he shechted the par, he went and did the Keteris, listen to our Mishnah, right? He shechted the par, he went and did the Keteris, then he went back, got the blood, started sprinkling, the blood spills out, what did it say in the Mishnah? Go shecht again and keep going. But one second, if you shecht again, that second par was now shechted after the Kataris. And that's out of order. How can I just go shecht it again and now sprinkle? That the, the second par is going to be after the Kataris, that's out of order. Let's read this inside. Again, One second. If you can just go shecht another animal, it should go ahead and say, oh, if it spills out, go shecht an animal and do the ketores again. If we're so bent on the par avoda being done for the blood inside the Kedoshim, if the blood inside the Kedoshim gets messed up, you should have to reshecht the par and bring the ketores again. Geval the kakasha. Says the Gemara, the ketores like Kamari, you're right. You're right. The Mishnah would agree you got to do the ketores again. Why didn't it say it? Because it's not the topic of conversation right now. We're, we're, the Mishnah wants to focus on, you know, uh, what you need to re-sprinkle. Do you need to re-sprinkle or not? That's the focus. But in Echanami, maybe you do need to bring the Kateris. Okay. Amar says, What happens if you shecht your bull and then you shecht the sa'ir before you sprinkled the blood of the bull. You got to shech the sire again once you sprinkle the blood. Says the Gemara, we learned in our mission, what if the sire comes before the par? If it's true that it's not going to be kosher and you got to redo it, it should say, it shouldn't say, go sprinkle it again. It should say, it should say, you got to go ahead and reshech. The new goat. Tergama Ula the Matanish of the Hechel. Ula says we're dealing with the Matanais of the Hechel, meaning we already complete the blood spilled out when we already completed the entire Avaida of the Kaidash Akadashim. 
now we're talking about sprinkling towards the towards the hechel, and that's when we say you got to go ahead and re-sprinkle. But you don't need to restart the entire office. And Rav Apa says, Our Mishnah is dealing with the sprinkling of the, of the dam that took place inside the Hechel. And that's why we don't say, that you need to go back and completely reshecht. All right, we'll hold it here for today. We're up to the two dots on Samach Aleph, Amad Aleph, Bezrashem. We will pick up from here tomorrow.